He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. today will be Thursday. That would be Charles Arbuckle, who normally would be with us here in about 15 minutes. He is in a meeting as we speak. He'll be Thursday. I do not have his time set yet, but he'll be Thursday. And then Griff is on his way down to Mobile, Alabama, traveling and uh, He will be busy. He wants to do it Thursday. We've got him locked in at 20 minutes past an hour number two on Thursday. We'll have those two this week. We just won't have them today. They've been rescheduled, and that works well. Yeah, I mean, that happens. These folks have schedules, and we need to be accommodating, which we are. Thursday is when we'll have those two. Gator Dave with us today down in Newball County, down in Jacksonville, 20 minutes into hour number two. Gator Dave will be with us today. That's the guesting for this Tuesday edition. 615-844-5600 if you'd like to check in on Twitter at Bill is King. And you can email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Do you realize? And what a buzzkill. We are on the eve of signing day. Now, this for centuries, for eons, was the crescendo up to the first Wednesday in February until they killed that off, basically, with this ill-fated, ill-timed December 72-hour window. What's the chatter out there? There isn't any. Now, there's some players that still have to make decisions and some good players, not a lot, but some good players. Deuce Robinson listed as likely the top tight end out of the Phoenix area has it probably down to Georgia and Southern Cal. Not sure he does anything today. That's one example. There are 
couple of those out there, but not a whole lot. Today is a huge, on the eve of, buzzkill period. It's not really the signing period. It's the buzzkill period. That's what they've done. That's the mess they've made of this. And don't know what they're going to do. There's a lot of chatter, as we have mentioned, that they're going to revisit that December window because it just smashes everything in there with the portal, practices, bowl preparation, getting ready, expanded playoffs in the future, all through December. A huge mess. Don't know what they're going to do. Now, one thing they did do, I will credit after blasting them just then, I will credit them. Last May, they did something that was a very good idea, the NCAA. They waived the 25-yearly limit. Now, the 85 limit is still there, hovering, and that's been the limit for quite some time. That's your total number of scholarship players in college football at the D1 level, 85. The other level is 63, but 85. And last May, and they should have done this, let me critique them, should have done this a long time ago, but last May they said we're going to experiment. The next two years, we're going to waive the 25. If you're way behind, like LSU, in scholarship players, we'll let you catch up. You just can't go over 85. That could be recruits out of high school, junior college. That could be transfers in the portal. Get you to 85. And see in the past, if you had your roster gutted, or let's say you were the new head coach. You walk into a colossal mess. I mean, an absolute tsunami just went through that football program. Previous guy just watched it go to shite. And the roster is bleak. It's limited in numbers. You couldn't catch up. You could sign 25. You could add some, if you had some midtermers, to the previous class, but that was not many, right? And you could maybe catch up to the tune of 30 with creative math, but you could still be way behind. I mean way behind, and you couldn't catch up until sometimes year three or four, and by that time, if you're still losing, maybe they want to get rid of you now. Is a vicious cycle. Last May, they said, we'll let you forget about that 25 limit. As long as you don't exceed 85, catch up. Catch up at your desire. That's a good idea. That was a well thought out, should have been a long time ago, but well thought out, good idea for programs that are set really. That get behind. Now, the catch to all of that is you better make the right moves. You better bring in the right people, and they better impact, and they better make a difference and all that. I mean, you still have to do a good job with it, but at least you have that option to go out. Now, the the flip side of that would be 
can you go bring in enough players that fill a need to the tune of way over 25 because you can make a whole lot of mistakes in there too. So back to my point, you better get it right. With all that leeway, you better get it right. So we're on the eve. Yes, yeah, the first Wednesday in February. And that feeling that we all had for, I'll say it again, centuries, where you had the crescendo building up through the fall into December, all those key January visits. And then the first Wednesday in February, it was Christmas Day. There's nothing that has that feeling to it at all anymore. They've tampered with it. They've put their grubby, dirty hands on it, and it's just not the same. Now, it's it's very important. Yeah, who you go gets vitally important. That hasn't changed. Just the crescendo and the excitement to it has changed. It's not the same. Don't know if it ever will be, frankly. Gator Dave will be checking in. Hour number two. No Griff, no Buck today. They'll be with us Thursday, as I just mentioned. Tom in Myrtle Beach, except he's not in Myrtle Beach. He's in Jamaica. Posting pictures from the pool. While his business is building a facility at Coastal Carolina right now. That's amazing with technology. I mean, they could they could put Tom on FaceTime and he could watch if they had a problem. <laughs> he could be head coaching his crew from the pool. Not a problem. 20 years ago, could you do that? No. You could not do that. Tom says, got a question. The SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC are doing away with divisions. B1G announced it will start in 2024. Did the SEC or ACC give a year they are doing away with divisions? I don't think the SEC hasn't, but the assumption, well, the assumption is unless something changes, that will be synced up with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas. And as of right now, that's 2025. If something changes, and I don't know what because it's about the money, and frankly, if I'm the Big 12, I'm not conceding anything. Pay us. You want out, $85 million apiece. No reason to bargain with that. No reason at all. So that's what I understand when it comes to the SEC. When Texas and Oklahoma get there, that's when we'll see how they put those 16 teams into pods or whatever they're going to do. I've seen all the various models. We're not sure. We don't even know who's going to be paired with whom yet. There's been various people throw out. For example, maybe they would have A&M, Texas, Missouri, and Arkansas together. I don't know that you would want to put three 
muscular teams out of four together. If 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 that's the pod system they're going to use. Now, I'm just saying, yeah. Because you would think, okay, well, what about LSU? Well, would you want to be in a division with Texas, Texas A&M and LSU? And either Arkansas or Missouri? I mean, that's three pretty stout potential programs, right? LSU is better off than the two Texas schools right now. And we'll see what happens this next year, but and there's been another suggestion, for example, you would keep Alabama, maybe Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt, or Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. I mean, there's all kinds of different suggestions out there. Now, the ACC. He asked about the SEC and the ACC. Did the ACC give – I think it's 2024. But I don't know, is that is that locked down for sure when it comes to the ACC? I, I, I think that's the year they're going to do that. And I think that for the SEC, it's got to be 25 again. Well, I was about to say unless Texas and – Oklahoma come earlier, which could only be a year. I mean, 24. We're not going to see it in 23. But changing schedules is not easy. It's a monster headache. And all the various items that would have to be adjusted and the domino effect of that would be very difficult to circumnavigate. So that's what I'm guessing right now. That's a very good question. That is an outstanding question. I mean, he could be he could be in Jamaica right now, hungover, not getting up. He's alert, ready to go this morning. On vacation. All right, here's what we'll do. Let's take a break. Pat and I'm assuming we're uh, frozen in there. Is that yes, right? Yes, I'm trying to get it unfrozen. Okay, no worries. We uh, had some Rain and sleet come through here. Maybe, maybe north of here, some snow. Pat, did you get any snow or ice or anything? It was just rain for me. Yeah, and he's on the other side where it's more likely. He's north. I'm south, so just weather pattern. He's in a more dangerous area than me, but it didn't get that bad yet. They have canceled a lot of schools. I know Wilco schools. I can't speak for anybody else, but Wilco schools, they announced last night closed. All right, we'll take the break. Hope you had a fantastic start to your week on Monday. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Omni Nashville Hotel. into our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. 
all of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Giants had a really good season. I'm really happy as a fan to see them win, get back in the playoffs. I think they got a bright future with Brian Dable. As a Giants fan, you know, I hate Philly, but man, wow. Because I thought the Giants would be on emotion, adrenaline, that they could at least hang in there and make it a game. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. like tackle football bill king does and you can connect with at bill is king on twitter or this year. I thought it was 24. It's 23. Yeah, it's it's coming up. It's it's this year and uh, 
I remember looking at permanent opponents. And I didn't commit them all to memory throughout the ACC. You're going to have three permanent opponents. And let me give you an example. Over where he's at, Clemson. He's not in Clemson, but in his state. Permanent opponents are Georgia Tech, Florida State, and NC State. Florida State has Clemson, Miami, and Syracuse. Louisville has Georgia Tech, Miami, Virginia. Miami has Boston College, Florida State, and Louisville, for example. Just just a few examples there. Yes, that starts in this season coming up. I was thinking, again, it was 24. Now, here's the story he's talking about. No cap. Alabama's Nick Saban rejected two players who were searching for $1.3 million combined in NIL money, according to a report. Now, again, take this for what it's worth. Someone with one of the best corners in the nation in high school came to me and asked if we'd pay $800K for the player to sign here. I told him we can find another place to play. He can find another place to play, Saban said, according to Baker High School mobile coach Steve Normand, who was there. When asked about the portal, Saban said this, we lost 10 players and one starter to the portal this year. One of them wanted... 500k and for us to get his girlfriend into law school at Alabama and also pay for it I showed him the door so that's the story you're talking about so one player high school player corner wanted 800k Nick said find another spot then a player Ask for 500K, get his girlfriend in law school, and also pay for it. <laughs> Said I showed him the door. Now, it doesn't mean people aren't getting paid. Remember Bryce Young? I mean, Nick put it out there. Had a million-dollar deal early on. So, I mean, some people are getting paid, yeah. It just depends on what you're willing to do. Now, first of all, and look. Everybody's doing it, but I thought the collective was the only group that could determine the money, right? The staff, the coaches, they're not supposed to be able to do that. Well, we know that's laughable. They have to be involved. You think Nick's letting a collective determine the money that's getting divvied out inside his roster? Hell no. It's appropriate to use that language this morning. Hell no. That's appropriate. But said, heck no, it would not have the emphasis that's required to answer that. So that is, that, that's, what, that's what Noel Kev is talking about this morning, that story that came out. Rob in the 540 said, Bill, thinking divisions are gone now. Yeah, true, they are. Hokies not playing Miami or Duke this season. 
both former Coastal Division members. And the SEC is going to scrap divisions. We just don't know what year, but we think it's 25. You always hear. There's always some little chirping. No, not the smoke alarm. Don't, yeah, send your jokes in on that one. There's always some chatter that maybe, just maybe, Bill, Texas and Oklahoma come early. Well, where's the money? I mean, it's, I'm not saying it 100% can't happen, but, but where's the, uh, Where's the money? So as of right now, that not happening. Let me mention. Did a podcast yesterday. I had two high school sophomores in Perry, Georgia at the Westfield School. Email me the other day and ask, well, it was last week. We do a podcast. We're high school sophomores. Could we get you on our podcast? And uh, I said, yeah, sometime next week. Afternoon's better for me. They said, how about Monday at 530 Eastern? So I did their podcast, about 15, 20 minutes. And it's Reed Black and Russ Highly, those two, they had me on their podcast. Good young men, big Georgia fans, and why not? How could you, how could you be a high school student in Georgia? I'm not saying everybody has to be a Georgia fan there, but if that's where you're from, right, you're probably a Georgia fan. You're probably, if you're from Georgia and that state, you, you're probably attaching to Georgia. Now, that's a real big state. Georgia's a huge state, and Atlanta is a melting pot city. They've got alumni chapters from all over the planet Earth, right? So that city might be fractured up some with all the various fan bases. I mean, I don't even mean SEC. Big Ten, Pac-12, Big 12, They've got alumni chapters all over that place. But if you're rooted in Georgia, right, you're probably going to be a Georgia Bulldog fan. Anyways, it was fun. Did about 15, 20 minutes with them yesterday, and I just wanted to acknowledge them here on the show. Reed Black and Russ Hiley at the Westfield School in Perry, Georgia. Good podcast, guys. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate the invite. That was that was nice to do. You know what? At that age, that's tough. Mo- most people are scared to reach out to do to have somebody in a pocket. These guys weren't scared at all, man. They 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 said, "Hey, Bill, want to get you on the show? Want to get you on our podcast?" They were they were good, man. They were good. So, just wanted to say from. Me and everybody in this audience, appreciate that, guys. We had a good time. Talk some ball with these guys. 
Husker run. He's got Matt Rule. Says build tickets for Dion versus Rule September 9th, over 300 each. Who is doing better in the portal? Recruiting and coaching staff. Well, Rule's got a little bit of a head start on Dion. Dion's doing five. I, now, here's what I think. Let me let me say this. I think Colorado's probably going to be overrated initially. Dion's going to have a lot of people thinking they're further ahead than they are. I'm, I'm guessing this now. And I'm not saying Dion can't or won't do a good job there. I'm open-minded to this. I think I endorse this idea by Rick George. Totally endorse it. You can either just go get the next guy you project at Colorado who's been an assistant in the NFL, maybe wants a head coach in college, all of the above, or you can think way outside the box. I mean, we've got to really shake this thing up. We've got to do something different. We cannot go down the same path as every other school does, taking the next guy who's got this on his resume. And sometimes those ideas work. A lot of times they don't. So Rick George, again, a guy I've known 30-plus years, AD at Colorado, said, I'm going way outside the box here. I'm, I'm, I've got to shake this thing up. And he did. He's bringing in Dion. Now, again, I will say this. In three, four years, if it just never gets turned around and it didn't work, I'm still going to applaud Rick George. It was a good idea to try something different. Shake it up. Let's go a direction that nobody heretofore has gone. Let's do it. Let's take a guy with very little resume other than best cornerback ever. That's on the resume. But coaching and all that. And let's see what he can do in this era of freebie transfers, paying players. Let's see what he can do in this environment. And players absolutely are noticing Colorado to the tune of never before since the early 90s when they won a natty in 1990. Players, recruits, transfers are looking at Colorado like never before with the exception of Bill McCartney and the natty. That year they split it with Georgia Tech. So that part is working. That part is working. It's trending well for Dion, whether it was this current group or the future. It's trending very well with Dion. Now, what happens on the field? I think they're probably going to be a little overrated initially. You're talking about a 1-11 and team, and he's got a lot of transforming to do. It's, it's going to be tough. Years two, three, right in there is where we should get a sense of, is this thing turning? We may get some of that in year one. But I think initially they'll probably be slightly overrated by the handicappers or the media because of the fanfare that Dion gets. Now, with Nebraska, I think they're doing a solid job, too. 
Matt Rule has turned around Temple. He's turned around Baylor. And he's getting some solid news with the influx and infusion of players, for sure. He's got some catching up to do, too. But culturally, I hope he fixes them. That's that's where I'm most worried about Nebraska. This soft style and culture has to be exercised. I have harped on this for a long, long time. Long time. Steven, who's next on the list for the SEC to add within the next few years? Boy, there's there's nothing out there that has the Texas muscle that's available. Now, ACC teams, Clemson, Florida State, they're much like SEC schools, right? That would be interesting. I don't think there's anybody set up yet. We'll get into that. This is the non-play portion of the season. We can get into that. Gator Dave about 20 minutes into hour two. Omni Nashville Hotel. dream paying off your credit card remodeling your kitchen exploring the rainforest of costa rica whatever your dreams they take some planning and state farm agent austin hardy is right here in the middle tennessee community to lend a hand as your local good neighbor he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream so whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world call state farm agent austin hardy here in the middle tennessee community like a good neighbor state farm is there Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic 
tax relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The Titans offseason is going to be a big to-do in this market. They have a new general manager in place, and there's a lot of uncertainty of where this team is going. What's their approach with a brand-new general manager? Is it trim the dead weight, trim the fat, try to come back and we're good enough to win it? I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Win a division? I think that's exactly what they're going to do. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. He spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. anything is on the horizon at the moment. Now, again, things can be kind of spooky quiet and you don't know what's lurking out there, but and I am sure that if you're Florida State, for example, you would love to get the heck out of Dodge. We've talked about this a lot. In a relationship with money that puts you on equal footing, media rights-wise, I'm sure. And we could name others as well, but that's just a random example. When I think of teams in the ACC who are more like SEC teams, it's Clemson, it's Florida State. The others, not so much. But is anything happening there? Not right now. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Now, are there always provisions that the media rights agreements have that says, okay, if you want to expand, we've got the money? I think sometimes that's there. We've talked about that in the past too. But I think there would be specifics like it's gotta be a certain team. Can't just be anybody. But I think the suggestion here is that they're not done. 
or, or, or expansion and this whole wave isn't done. I don't know what that means yet about the Big Ten and what it means yet about the SEC, though. <coughs> and those are the two most important, right? And, and those are the ones that can afford to just sit still and just kind of peruse the countryside. They don't have to do anything. So these schedules, I was just looking at the ACC schedules. Um, Florida State, obviously the opener, Orlando, LSU. Southern Miss. Then on the road at Boston College and Clemson. Clemson, Florida State is September 23rd. As of right now, that's the biggest game in that league. In 23. League game on game, right? Or team on team. As of right now. By week, home to Virginia Tech and Syracuse. Home to Duke. At Wake. At Pitt. Miami at home. North Alabama at home. Gators and Hogtown. That's the 23 seminal look at things. And we'll we'll pick around. We'll go to Clemson. We'll pick out a few. Miami. We'll pick out a few others here. Gator Dave, about 20 minutes into hour number two on this Tuesday edition. Royal Paint. Bill, you're talking about the state of Georgia. Got me thinking, what if Georgia Tech and Tulane never left the SEC? Would that have hurt LSU and Georgia or would it be just kind of like Vanderbilt? Hmm. Well, I don't think historically. Now, that happened in the 60s. Bobby Dodd led Georgia Tech. Former Vol, Bobby Dodd led Georgia Tech out of the ACC back in the 60s. Same with Tulane. Heck, Swanee used to be many, many eons ago. University of the South, Mont Eagle, Tennessee, used to be in the SEC. Would that have hurt? No. No, you're not going to hurt Big State. You now look at it. Tulane's a damn good football team right now. But they historically haven't been. Yeah, that 98 team was too. Yep. But, no, that wouldn't be. that. That's Tulane's not a problem for LSU. No. As far as the brand, as far as their goals and winning, and same with Georgia, Georgia Tech. Not not at all. History would not be much different. Now, would Georgia Tech have a 1990 national championship if they would have been in the SEC? That's, that's and again, history says, well, that wasn't the case. They were in the ACC, and they did win it. So you can't take that from them. But let's just, you want to play the what-if game? 1990 in the SEC was an interesting year. Tennessee had the best personnel that year and blew it. I mean, in typical Johnny Majors fashion, blew it. At least Johnny Majors in Tennessee had unlimited ability, basically, 
and lost to and tied to. Played an Alabama team that couldn't do anything and lost to them at home. Tied Colorado. Now, that Colorado team ended up sharing the natty. Tied Auburn on a very makeable field goal at the end that would have won it. Missed it. And who'd they lose to? Notre Dame that year. Now, Notre Dame was really good. Lost to Notre Dame that year. That's Carl Pickens after the game. Tennessee was trying to come back against Notre Dame through an interception. They asked Pickens about it. He said, well, when you run the same play repeatedly, the other team's going to pick it. (laughs) Pickens wasn't having any of that. So it was a year. Could Georgia Tech have maneuvered that schedule that year? Still wanted that. Bobby Ross. Let's say they never left the SEC. Take a break. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Omni Nashville Hotel. Tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing. Your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. doesn't know everything about college football Mm, yeah he does it's the bill king show says Georgia Tech would have to drop requirements. Yeah, but that's not that's not the topic. It's it's what if they never would have gotten out? And specifically, I went to that 1990 team. The 1990 team split the national championship. Bobby Ross, heck of a coach, Bobby Ross. Bobby Ross stands up to any coach in America in college ball as a head football coach. Very, very good. But that 1990 team, would that have held up inside the SEC that year? Remember, Alabama was down. Uh, Just getting going with Stallings. Auburn and Pat die. Tennessee had the best talent. Screwed it all up that year. Spurrier just getting going at Florida. Tennessee beat them that year. Didn't beat Spurrier a whole lot, but beat them that year. That's the year Dale Carter returned the second half kick, and Tennessee beat him pretty handily. So that year, could Georgia Tech have fit inside there? If they never would have left back in the 60s and uh, had success or the same amount of success, I mean, it's possible. Now they would not have sustained it. No, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have lasted, but it'd have been tough. Sam Dog said, Bill, what's your best work on Valentine's Day? I got the hot wife a Tony Vols glamour shot last year. I need to outdo that. I need advice. I don't have any I don't know if you can do any better than that. Get her a, a Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he's not hes not working. He's just collecting money. I think he said he was going to Thailand. See if you can go to your local sporting goods and ask them, or you could go online, is there a Cliff Kingsbury glamour shot poster I can get? 
Or get one, get one of both. Get a get a Tony Bowles and a Cliff King's beer. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like Cliff's got anything to do right now, other than collect money, and then somebody will hire him in about a year. I don't know. After all that Kingsbury's made, and I don't know if he would welcome going and being somebody who's a coaching analyst for like Nick. A lot of these guys do. I don't. I don't know if Kingsbury's that type that would want to do that. That would be hard for me, man. If if I was a head coach. And, you know, I'd worked my way up, and I finally got my really good gig. and made a lot of money, and then I get fired because I don't win enough. I don't know if I could just mentally reprogram and go and be an analyst for somebody. Again, the best ever, Nick Saban. I mean, it would probably be a really good experience, but I don't know. Boy, you really got to. I mean, you go in there, you're just another dude, right? You're just any old dude once you enter that world. That'd be hard, man. That'd be really hard. Probably get chewed out a bunch. <laughs> uh The Nidiot. Is that what this is? Is that it's it's on Twitter? Hit me up here, and he said nothing gets me more excited than Miami versus Miami. But that yeah, Miami of Ohio as the opener. Then they host Jimbo. Week two, Miami hosts Jimbo. Now, if we want. To get a feel, and I look, I don't trust the Miami hype. You, you can't. We've been hearing on and off for since 01 almost. I'm exaggerating a tad. How good they're going to be the next season coming up. Again, I'm exaggerating some, but that does exist. And I don't trust it. Why should you trust that? The only thing Miami has to do is actions. Words do no good when it comes to them. Words mean nothing from an analyst, from a talk show, from a coach. None of that matters when it comes to Miami. Do something on the field to prove the point other than losing and looking poorly coached. That's what I have to have. Doesn't matter what anybody else says, right? Clemson gets to host Florida State on the 23rd. They have to go to, no, no, no. They host Notre Dame. Yes, they host Notre Dame November the 4th. Those are the two games you circle for them. They do have to go to South Carolina, who just beat them. Maybe circle that one, too. Just beat them fair and square. All right, hour two coming up at about 20 minutes, Gator Day. No buck today. That's going to be Thursday. No grip today. That's Thursday. Omni Nashville Hotel. 